Hello. 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 Are you there? <laughs> Hello. It's blurry on my end. It just says reconnecting. Hello, matey. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Keep that one in. <laughs> Are you there? I'm here. I can't see you, okay, but I'm here. We're back. Okay. I can see you. Oh, fun. This is fun. Don't don't pick your nose. And this is Better Together, where we explore women's stories through life's major changes and transformations and the support they found along the way. Hello. Hey. How are you? Girl, I am tired. What a week. Oh my God. I I feel like I should feel more refreshed after the weekend, but that is not the case. I feel more tired than I did going into the weekend. Same. We just got back from a little vacation that was supposed to be very restful. And it was, it was like, we took time to ourselves. We took four days. It was great. Um, came back and it was like, I don't know if you would call it like hell at work. Like Mm. it's just hell week, I guess. Uh, (laughs) but we're in it and we're just trying to survive it. Yeah, just trying to keep your head above water. That's not my favorite feeling. But I want to rewind because um, you need to tell the people where you went. The people, first of all, I'm sorry. I have to take a side note to say, hello, Canada. Oh my We're gosh, how did, we not, how did we not start with that? Uh, we have at least one listener. <laughs> just one. But right now they're my favorite Canadian. In Canada who has tuned in. To better together with Nick and Nick. So I just want to say hi. Hi. Yeah. What's up? We're so excited you're here. Also, because we're pretty sure you're a stranger, yeah. which is like more exciting for us because uh, this is not like a pity listen because your friends are doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I feel very honored that they have selected us. So yes, thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Hopefully they keep coming back to hear this episode. <laughs> Where we shout them out. Yeah. Oh, Canada. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's so special. (laughs) Maybe if we sing to them, (laughs) they will know. They will come, right? Okay. Well, so anyway, where (laughs) did you go for some R&R? Yeah. So we went, um, my husband, huge Disney fanatic, and I love the theme there and that everyone is generally very nice. So Mm. we went to Orlando. We did a little theme park. We've been like scoping them out to like make sure we feel safe during COVID. And I'll tell you the reality is we feel safer in that theme park than we do at the grocery store. More Mm. people are abiding by like social distancing, wearing the mask, using hand sanitizer. Yes. So we appreciate that. So we went there. I got to do um, just, you know, a lovely visit to Disney Medical. Shout out to the Disney nurses. Because- <laughs> just a quick, another, like, attraction, one might say. You just popped in real quick. No lines. No lines at that one. So mm, Fast pass. Um, yeah. Quick, you know, when you can't breathe, it's a quick fast pass. That'll do it. They were fantastic for all of our people who don't know. 
I am very much allergic to tree nuts and peanuts. Um, I have an EpiPen, but it's a late onset allergy. I didn't get it until I was in my 20s. So, you know, we're always like learning uh, as we continue to watch it develop, I guess. But my husband's so good about reading ingredients, better than I am. And so we ordered something, no mention of having nuts. Mm. I ate it. I felt fine until I stood up and he was like, do you want to go ride Thunder Mountain? And I just started choking. And he was like, so no Thunder Mountain? We, we didn't have to. We and could go I, somewhere else. <laughs> and then in like a flash, it was like, uh, of course, very scary when you're having an allergic reaction um, that quick and severe. So I couldn't breathe. We rushed to Disney Medical. I didn't want to use my EpiPen because if you use it, you have to go to the ER to be monitored. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that didn't sound relaxing. So uh, we made it to Disney Medical. They gave me a giant dose of Benadryl, thankfully. Uh, it monitored me for a little bit and it worked. It was great. And then there's like a very markable difference in uh, the photos we were taking mm. from like alert, fine, happy, <laughs> having a good time to like high on Benadryl. Yeah. Yeah. So those are fun to look at. Uh, I will not be posting those. Those are just, just for you. <laughs> Bizarre. And then after that, we went over to Tampa. Uh, we were supposed to go to a drive-in drag show with my favorite queen headlining, Bianca yes, Del Rio. I remember you were going to go. But unfortunately, they post postponed till February, Aww, COVID. Yeah. Um, that was fine because we went, we gambled at the Hard Rock, lost all the money that we had set out to gamble with. But Love that's that. why we put ourselves on a budget. We ate at the Sugar Factory. Oh, so good. Did you get one of the cool drinks? You know, I didn't. Do you know why? They're $36. They are. I've only had one. It was on New Year's Eve a couple years ago, and I just really wanted one, but I also didn't pay, so. <laughs> yeah, the drinks, they look so cool, but I don't drink liquid that fast, and all I could think mm -hmm. is, like, there's no way I'm, like, chugging this fishbowl-sized drink for $36. And so we we went with like getting stuff from their menu and then a dessert, like their Sunday for two, which I really think is a Sunday for five. Mm. So good. Amazing wait staff there. They were all so fun. Uh, we got to talk to a lot of people. They really go all out for like birthday celebrations, which were happening all around us. Love. Yes. And then that Sunday, you know what? We met up with my cousin's they live in Tampa. We had breakfast with them, and then we went and met their corgi puppy. Oh, my God. Who doesn't love a good dog visit? I've never been happier. And now that's it. And then we came back. Here we are. I have a couple notes uh, <laughs> on your experience. <laughs> true, yeah. yeah, I have a couple notes. Uh, the first one is that do you remember that one time that I tried to give you a snack that had nuts in it? <laughs> Was it only one time? Mm, that I remember, although I'm sure there were more. Yeah, I don't remember why, but I think you were just hungry. You wanted a snack, and I obviously had snacks at all times, always. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to do this great thing. She's hungry. I have snacks. Problem, solution. Here it is. And wrong solution. almost killed her. It was not a great moment in our friendship. And it was early on, so thanks for... Uh, hanging in there with me and 
yeah, keeping me yeah. around. I mean, you've improved. Thanks. You've, you've improved. Thanks. <laughs> My next note is that you had Disney themed masks which were adorable oh my gosh and i just wanted to give them a shout out thank you yeah james worked so hard to find those um because they match the dog christmas pajamas we got for our christmas card this year which we haven't taken um (laughs) yet (laughs) we're just tired you guys everyone is tired um my dogs are over us they're looking at us like why why are we doing this Mm. um but yeah thank you for that we love those masks yeah they were cute i appreciated the effort I think those are all the notes I had, actually. Oh, no, I had one more note, but it was about me, not about you. Uh, Tampa. <laughs> yeah, it's all this. Yeah. Tampa is was like our favorite city when Willie and I still lived in Florida. Obviously, we loved Disney. We had like a couple trips there, and that's great. Obviously, Disney magic. Hello. But Tampa, there's just something about Tampa. It's fun. It's hip and trendy, and you just feel cool there. And I don't know. I yeah. just... Really liked it. And they have this amazing restaurant. Hashtag not sponsored, but the restaurant is Dats D A T Z. We almost ate there for breakfast, oh. but they didn't have like an outdoor seating situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we went to another great place called Daily Eats. Ooh. But Dats is like always highly recommended. Yeah, I think every time we've gone to Tampa a handful of times and we always eat there and I mean, you could just roll us out of there because we're always so full, but it, the food is just amazing. So shout out to them. And if they want to sponsor us, I will also leave the door open for that. Hashtag always willing. Call me, beat me. Uh, <laughs> so those are my notes on your trip. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for letting me. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about how successful you have been in venturing out into the small biz world. Y'all, she's so talented. You got to go to her page. Is it the makery place or makery place? Just makery place. Go there. Uh, Let me spell it for you. M-A-K-E-R-Y place. Boom. We will it's, also share it on our page for you. She's outstanding. So I will let you share a little bit about your shop and your journey and the things that you enjoy working on. Well, thank you so much for those compliments. As always, I am uncomfortable <laughs> and I need the praise and yet I reject the praise. Yes. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Makery Place is a huge passion project of mine. It started... Two years ago, I got my first silhouette cameo machine, which cuts vinyl. And I was like, I can make absolutely everything. And in fact, I got it in preparation for the wedding because I was like, I'm not spending money on all these things I can make. Mm -hmm. And um, I started to dabble in Christmas ornaments. And for the first like really year and a half, like that was all I could concentrate on getting out was like, the holiday season, Christmas ornaments, and then I would need a break. But this year, I was home more. And so I have gotten into digital illustration, which has been huge for me. I just really love expressing myself creatively in that way. So I made stickers. My very first sticker I made, I sent to Nikki and a couple of our other friends was like, 
you guys, I drew this and it's a stack of pancakes, which is just true it's to my adorable. life. And like my, it's my everyday breakfast craving. Um, but so I turned that into a sticker and I did a couple other things. And then Nikki actually sent me just the perfect meme to sum up my current experience, which is starting the small business and really kind of giving it my all and feeling like, yeah, we're going to branch out. We feel great. Mm. And then like the holiday rush has hit us and I am overwhelmed with uh, just how many orders are coming in, but equally overwhelmed in appreciation. It's been amazing to see strangers are finding me, which I just think is so cool. I get to interact with a lot of people and I get to add things to my world of traditions. Um, so one customer was sharing with me, she asked for a custom ornament for her and five of her girlfriends. Shout out to Lauren in Arizona. Lauren. Lauren, we love you. We also hope your ornaments made it on time because she ordered six for a, a tradition that she and her girlfriends have called Day of Fun or D-O-F. And it's just a time where they make time every holiday season to get together, love on each other, share gifts with each other, and just enjoy that part of the holiday season because so often we get caught up in the madness. And mm-hmm. I loved that. I was so excited to make these four. I got these ornaments out probably quicker than any others because I favorited it. <laughs> and um, it's it's the truth. And then she messaged me over the weekend was like, Nicole, the ornaments are in Puerto Rico, which is not close Mm-mm. to Arizona. Make that so make we, sense. Yes. We just, we're still waiting on the post office to make sense of it. Um but we were able to like do a replacement order, get stuff out to her right away. So I'm hoping they make it in time for their day of fun. But that's also just something I loved hearing about. It's an idea I love sharing in. And it's something I want to add to my holidays too every year. So having those little small connections makes all of the late nights, all of the stress that comes with it, it makes everything worth it. Yes. And so the pancakes image that kind of kicked it off, I believe, and I have it, it says make me pancakes and tell me I'm pretty. Right. Which I mean, do we need, do we need anything else in this world? I mean, I don't, I just, I need pancakes and I need you to tell me I'm pretty and that's it. And I'll be happy. Happy girl. It is very cute. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Yes. I am everything in my art. I want to make people smile or laugh and just feel good in the moment. And so that's always kind of my idea behind what I'm creating. I hope in Mm -hmm. 2021 to get more into digital illustration um, once the Christmas ornaments are no longer needed for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Take a little break from those and venture more into things that you're, you may enjoy a little bit more. It's great. You know, it's great. It's the holiday season. The ornaments sell all good things for a small business, but then you can kind of get back to your roots, if you will, which I think will be good. Yes, exactly. Also, I would just like to say that while the podcast is international in Canada now, you are clearly international. You've made it to Puerto Rico. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, We're doing so great. I mean, we're, we'll count that one for sure. <laughs> yes. I mean, I had to get on a plane to get there uh, across the body of water. So international here I am. Yeah. I, I did, I had to go to the post office yesterday and I mailed out like three or four different packages 
all the different locations. And I mean, the line was out the door. They had extra staff, you know, from what I could tell. They, it was just crazy and hectic. And so I know that the post office is just absolute insanity right now. So I can only imagine what they're doing and the routes they're taking to try and get things where they need to be. But fingers crossed that Lauren gets her day of fun ornaments in time. Also, maybe, maybe we can be invited to the next day of fun because... I felt like I needed to add my name to the, cause she listed all their names on the back of the <laughs> ornament. I wanted to add my name and just be like, I'm there with you ladies. But then I realized there's a boundary. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I am just yeah. a maker of the goods you have purchased. So, yeah. uh, I gave myself just a quick check to not be so creepy. Mm-hmm. That's good. And keep it moving. But, you know, shout out to all the post office workers. Right now is an insane time for them. People are not very nice to them all the time. Uh, Every time I go to drop stuff off, there is always a line wrapped around the building there. And I just appreciate what they're doing. I appreciate the long hours they're pulling. Um, Even if packages are in Puerto Rico, it's, Mm -hmm. it's important that we recognize how hard they're working. They are trying. What's your line? We're doing great. We're gonna make it. So if we could all just take a moment, actually, and congratulate Nicole. Uh, She has recently (laughs) been (laughs) awarded the Laughing Kookaburra Award, which is... I was nominated. So thank you for believing in me. Well, it's going to (laughs) happen. Here's hoping. Um... (laughs) I don't know how anyone else could be more deserving of the Laughing Kookaburra Award. But uh, so, yes, we we would like to take a moment and just honor you in that nomination soon to be acceptance of the Laughing Kookaburra. Would you like to share a little bit with the people? (laughs) Probably not. Um, (laughs) So at work at, at the end of the year, we do these big themed parties. I've recently joined this company, so it's only my second party. Um, But all of these like superlative awards are given names. Love a good superlative. Gosh, yes. Welcome back to your yearbook. I, (laughs) they're all given names that are associated with the theme of the year. So last year was under the sea. They go all out for this party. And I was nominated for the clownfish award. So you see a theme. (laughs) I'm just a clown at work. And so this year we are, we have a theme of like, oh, the places we will go and we're exploring all the continents. And I was nominated for the Laughing Kookaburra. And what gets me the most about the award, I'm very honored to be nominated. It's very fun to be nominated. Um, but they wrote in there, whoever nominated me wrote in there, Nicole ends every meeting with saying, we're doing great. <laughs> and I just realized like, that's, that's just how I'm like categorizing every single thing happening in 2020 we're doing Mm -hmm. great we're going to make it in the beginning half of the year everything was like this is wild like we just can't understand this and now you Mm -hmm. know we've shifted we're just going to manifest that positivity yeah and I will say it's definitely something you say in your personal life too not just work and it is much appreciated I mean To me directly, I know to the four corner friends as well, uh, we need that optimism and positivity in our lives, especially in 2020. And especially as I think specifically with the four corner friends, but I'm sure many others, we've taken on other projects and Mm -hmm. side hustles and, you know, our own passion areas have kind of taken off. And so I think 
that just that idea of like, you know what, you're doing great. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, whatever stage you're in, you are doing great. And so I, I definitely love that. It's true to you. Um, and so, you know, my fingers are crossed, uh, that you take home the laughing kookaburra <laughs> award. Yes. I will this FaceTime means, you my trophy. We'll FaceTime I'm you into invested. the event. It's going to be great. It's going to be virtual. So that'll be, um, very Perfect. interesting. I need, I need the zoom link. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's totally safe <laughs> I will, to send it to you. I'll, I'll come with a sign, you know, and I'll just like Nicole the for sign will be my screen. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, enough about me. I want to tell all the people that Nikki just revealed the secret skill set to me just a few <laughs> months ago. She is incredibly skilled at making pottery. And she very casually is like, I found a pottery place that I can go throw some pottery on the wheel. I don't know how you say these things. I'm not skilled (laughs) in this world. Uh, But please, can you tell us about that passion area, what you're doing with it, how you're working it into your life now? Mm. So you're very generous (laughs) when you say (laughs) that I'm very skilled in this. I would say this stuff. I mean, I'm all right. You know, I'm all right. Okay. She's really good. (laughs) Stop being ridiculous. You're very, very good. I can, you know what, you know what we should do? We're going to post on better together gals. We're going to post your work and and we'll post some of my stuff. This way you all can get a visual for what, what we're working with here (laughs) now. Okay. I'm, I, I would say that I'm pretty good. Um, but I definitely enjoy it. So in college, uh, I, it started in high school, actually, my junior and senior year, maybe just my senior year, we had a ceramic studio. And uh, so one of my classes was ceramics and we did, you know, handwork. So there were little sculptures that we made. We did some wheel throwing, which is the term that you were looking for earlier. Wheel throwing. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The wheel throwing. <laughs> So we did so of that. And I mean, I loved wheel throwing the best. Um, it feels very therapeutic. Uh, but after high school, I didn't really think anything of it. I went to college. I transferred a bunch of times. Maybe I could talk a whole episode on just my transfer experiences. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> after I transferred two or three times, I ended up taking some uh, college credit uh, for three or four ceramics classes. And I really got into it. I mean, if I could do life all over again, the only thing I would change is I would probably go a little bit deeper into art, uh, which is weird because I up until recently would not have said that I'm a creative person. But anyway, so I did that in college. I made a couple things. My parents still use the bowls that I threw every morning for cereal, which they have recently shared with me. I did not believe them. And so now they send me pictures in the morning of them eating cereal in these bowls. And I'm like, I made that when I was like 18 years old. So it just makes me really happy. But also just a testament to your skill that they've been used daily forever. And now they're still intact. Like, wow, she's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (sighs) (laughs) I just think it's really like, it's adorable. Obviously they're my parents, so they're going to love everything. Like if I, that's not true. Booger, they would be amazed. I don't know. (laughs) That's not true as uh, well. Maybe it's just not true on my end. My mom will definitely tell me like she's 
will always be like, you're so talented. I'm so proud of you. But if I make something she's not into, she will let me know. Mm, That's fair. I mean, my mom is a brutally honest person, so I feel like she would tell me. Anyway, all of that to say (laughs) that at this point in my life now at what I I just turned 31, um, I found a local art studio and they do all sorts of stuff. They have just regular um, kind of bisque pieces that you can go in and just paint. So like mugs and plates and snowmen in the winter and, you know, random tchotchke things. Uh, but then on the other side, they have this wheel throwing section. And right now with COVID, it's four wheels and then the instructor. So classes are really small. Uh, you know, everyone wears their mask and we're spread out, which is great. Um, but I saw this try at night class and I told my husband, I was like, I just have to see if I could still do it, you know? And it was like (laughs) such an enjoyable hour and a half. I fully unplugged from the rest of my life and just was there messing around. And I made a cup, which is this tiny little like shot glass basically. Cause they don't give you a lot of clay <laughs> to start off sure. with. Cause they're like, you're not very good if you're coming to a try at night, but I have this cup. And then I decided to go back. They had a two night experience where you could make a planter. And so the deal was you come, you make one planter and you leave. And I ended up making three planters. Uh, and so I have those now in my house and they're very cute and they're glazed all different colors. And I am very proud of them and have since, signed up for a six-week class starting in January. Yes, I love that. So I'm very excited to do some different things. And it's really, you know, my husband's very good about playing golf, you know, with his cousins or, you know, he does a lot of the errands and the shopping and stuff for the household, which I'm very grateful for. But there are opportunities for him um, outside of the house. And I'm not I know that there are for me as well if I want them, but this is one that I'm actually very excited about. Grocery shopping is not something that excites me, but (laughs) wheel throwing excites me. So I'm very, very excited (laughs) to have my own little thing to go and do now. So it makes me happy. And I'm really glad you're like advocating for that moment of yourself. Obviously, it's very encouraged um, by your friends, by your family, by your husband, but it's always hard to physically make that time in the week. So Mm. I'm glad uh, that you're doing it. I'm so excited to see what comes out of these six weeks. And I can't wait. Yeah, I would say, so I know when we talked to Damie, it was very important for her to not only share with us, but to feel for herself that she had this identity that was her and being Mm -hmm. a mother is part of her identity. It's not her only identity. And I know you and I have talked about what that looks like for me at this point, still being very new into motherhood, six months. Um, and you know, all of my friends who had had kids already, had shared, you know, that they had a hard time stepping away and finding those things. And so I had known while it is still a difficult thing to do, I had known that this is something that other women have struggled with. And I was grateful and thankful for people like you and my other girlfriends who stayed on me and asked and supported when I shared something that I wanted to go do. And it wasn't ever this guilt trip. It wasn't ever, Um, you know, questioning who was taking care of him or, you know, okay, now it's dad's turn. Like it's always both of our turns. And I was just honoring time that I had to dedicate to myself. And so I was very appreciative of that. Yes. And I loved when Damie brought up, you know, people, even with the best intentions will say like, 
oh, I'll watch the baby so you can have mommy time. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, we don't need mommy time. We get that 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you need me time and you, you really need time to unplug to just, you know, let your mind wander to wherever it wants to wander. So, so very thankful for all of that support. And so I wanted to toss it back to you and see, you know, in the stress of holidays and all the things that you're making and making to sell which I feel like there's a whole nother added layer of pressure. But in those moments of feeling overwhelmed or, you know, trying to meet deadlines and trying to, you know, make sure women like Laura get the things that they need in time, are you reaching out to anyone in particular? Are you feeling like you have to lean on others um, during those moments? Um, so I lean on Michael's Arts and Crafts a lot. Shout out. Not Shout sponsored. Out also, yet. no, but sponsor us because <laughs> your girl needs it. Um, no, I, I'm so thankful to have a core group of friends, um, the four corner friends and then my best friend, Allie. And then of course, James, they all listen to me rant. Everyone will look at something I made. They will give me the critiques, um, and the feedback that I'm asking for. And not that like the feedback I want to hear, but like the feedback I need. (laughs) They're not just like praising me. I'm amazing. First of all feed me these pancakes, tell me I'm pretty. And then also they'll critique it. Um, Everyone's really good about reminding me to get up and walk away for a moment because I have a terrible habit of sitting in the same space and just sitting in the stress. Um, One of my favorite conversations that Nikki and I have had recently was, I don't even remember what I was freaking out about, but it was something. Um, It was like- Something. Always something. Um, but Nikki just said, you know what, we will sit in this moment of suck for the moment. Like as Mm. long as you need to, we're here as long as you need to, but I'm also here for when you're ready to get up again. And that, that's the support I love. That's the support I often need is like, yes, you're, what you're feeling is valid. Uh, you know, what you're doing is valid and it's also okay to take a break. Oh, you know what, you know what it was? (laughs) It was those damn glitter cups. Oh, we were, yeah, there were, we, I'm a part of the, the makery place team. We (laughs) had taken on maybe one too many projects that we weren't super excited about. (laughs) You know, all of us, (laughs) all of us, it was a team effort. Glitter is very pretty. And I may have definitely bought like 16 different colors of glitter. And was like, I'm going to make these glitter epoxy cups that I see everyone making. I watched YouTube videos. I felt good about it. Mm. Part of Makery Place right now, I'm like making custom Starbucks cups for people. Um, shout out to Starbucks. So sponsor us. <laughs> any sponsors are welcome. If you can't tell, we're always open. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, I will put glitter on them. I can do this because I can make things. And you know what? I couldn't make glitter cups. No matter what I did, Mm-mm. no matter what tutorial I followed, it was just crashing and burning. It's the only way to put it. We were crashing and burning and I called Nikki in like a moment of frustration and definitely like on the ledge, please talk me down. Um, Mm. And yeah, I believe that after that conversation, you had equated me to Brene Brown. I don't know. I just, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but also it's funny how I don't remember that at all. (laughs) Anyway, Brene and I were talking and (laughs) yes, (laughs) 
it was a message I needed to hear of like, you know what? You don't have to make glitter cups. Other people are making them and it's okay that you tried them and it didn't work. Um, that's something I have to remember as a creative a lot. I put a lot of pressure on myself to get it right and get it right the first time because I feel like I should. But the reality is just not all creative mediums are for me and that's okay. So mm. that's been a big part of the journey in this season of Makery Place. Yes. Yeah, that's so real. And I think it's hard to when you are a small business and you want to do all the things, right. really honing in on, okay, I, I need to find a balance between things that I'm good at and things that I enjoy and things that are going to make a profit. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to just be spending all your time to break even, mm-hmm. you want to be thriving, you know? So I think finding something that is in the mix of all three of those is important too. And so you need people around to help with perspective always. And I'm happy to be that person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and what comes next? I want to just take a quick moment and also share this podcast. Yes. Is a passion project. For both of us. And we're very much learning along the way. And so we've said it uh, in the past, the first two episodes, but you're right here along with us and we're learning as we go. And there have been hiccups and there have been things that we have said, (laughs) maybe we won't do that again. Maybe we need to start doing this. Uh, And so I think that I just want to take a second and really honor that this has been a project and it has been a journey. And here we are in episode three. We're not slowing down, right? We're killing it. We're crushing it. We're doing great, (laughs) but we would also not be here without some support. Very, very true. Um, Nikki, I've already said like, you are the brainchild behind this podcast. I got a text one day that said, am I crazy to start our podcast? Um, and I am, we are, I, uh, also of course, very honored to be co-hosting with you, but as you develop the idea, who did you lean on for support? You know, who do you lean on for support now as you find times to record, as you try and work through the schedule with me to, to, so we can connect. So when I first, when the idea first came in my head, I was actually holding my son and I was like, I want to be on a podcast and that to me was the only seed that needed to be planted because if you know me, you know that I never really have asked anything. And so once <laughs> I had decided that that was something I wanted, I was going to be all in yes. on it, which now has turned into just having our own podcast, which is amazing. And it gives us so much creativity and it gives us a, a space to share mm. and highlight these other women that have been so incredible for both of us, uh, and getting us to be where we are today. And so I would say we're going to, we've already chatted with Jamie, who is huge in this, and we're going to bring on some others that have been huge in in support. Obviously you are a pillar in my support foundation. I mean, Nicole shared a little bit about how she has called me and I've talked to her off a ledge that has happened a number of times the other way around too, or just texts that are like, tell me that I'm going to make it Mm. through this moment. Or she has texted me at the exact right time, knowing that I needed to hear whatever you're a good mom, you're going to make it through this. We have made it through every hard day that we've ever had, whatever it may be. I think it's so important to recognize that yes, you are 
my co-host in this and you were, you know, very excited and on board with the idea, but you're also just truly the best person, the best of a friend, like that you're just everything that a girlfriend needs. And so I just want, I don't want to go talking about this podcast without recognizing that. So thank well, you. I did not want to cry. <laughs> um, don't do it. Ugh, lock it up. Um, no, seriously, that means the world to me. And I echo all of the same back to you. Uh, pre-podcast, we were relying on each other pretty heavily just to get through the insane moments of the day. Um, mm. Just like Nikki, when I have an idea, I am all in. And mm-hmm. it does not stop for me. And I have a problem slowing down. So um, it's just been amazing to be able to sit in those moments with you, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, my creative life, whether it's marriage, whatever it is, like we're able to sit in it together and just give each other perspective, but give each other encouragement and support however we need it. Yeah. And I will say we probably should take a second and thank our husbands as well. Um, yes. It seems seems like we probably should do that. Yes. They, I mean, these guys, we, you hear us talk about them a lot here and there in our stories, but really uh, we just have such supportive partners. Um, mm. These guys back us in everything we do, whether or not we're kind of like jumping off a ledge and free falling to say like, no, this is definitely what I want. But they are also there when we realize it's not what we want. They realize they're there when we need to adjust. Um, yeah. Willie, your husband, our executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make him mm-hmm. proud. He told me he was proud of me earlier and I cherish that. Um, yes. and then he's so, he's very, uh, minimalistic when it comes to words. And mm. so to capture that sentiment of him being proud of you, I just, were we recording? <laughs> I don't Do we think have we were. Oh, okay. we can trick him into, well, I can bring him back in. We can trick him into saying it again. <laughs> just repeat here, please. Um, yes. And you know, their support is never ending, which I think is so great. Um, but there have been many nights James is here packing orders with me. There Mm -hmm. are many times he's running the errands that need to be done so that I can be here recording or working on another project. So, um, I know Willie is the same. They're just all in for us. And that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, Willie edited the first episode, full disclosure, and then taught me, you know, showed me how the little clicks and where to snip and do all this stuff. And so, again, very new at everything. But without him, uh, we would not have a podcast because it would be 97 minutes long and um, there would be a lot of mm, fumbles along the way fumbles. that you'd be listening to. So very important uh, to have him as our executive producer. Yes. <laughs> And quick shout out to my dad who yes has uh, what's the right word he's um oh my god composed the music the intro music and the outro music and if you're listening maybe so far you have heard a little transition music in between he did that too and so you know i he has listened to every episode all two episodes all the way through and so i know that he's listening and so dad i just want to say thank you thanks for being a part of this also dad as your other daughter named nicole (laughs) um 
Big thank you from us in Florida, too. We just think it's amazing. I When Nikki first sent me the first audio clip, I was like, does your dad do this professionally? And I didn't know. Um, but he doesn't. He just has a talent for this. Also, a big shout out to your brother who guided us on, mm. you know, how to get started even looking at editing software and resources um, to our moms who are also listening. My mom listened yes. to the first episode and was like, you're going to be famous. And so here's hoping. <laughs> Uh, my mom texted me. She was like, you did a great job with that episode. <laughs> Thanks, yes. mom. So uh, all of our families, all of our friends, we have friends, um, Stephen and Brittany, the Four Corner friends that have been yes. listening in and sending us the encouragement and then everyone else along the way. We're just thrilled. Yeah. And Canada. Yes, and Canada. No project happens in a silo or I would say it's very very rare and so you know that's really that was really the whole premise of this platform and us sharing our stories and other stories was that you don't get to where you are with just one linear focus one path one person there's a lot of other folks involved along the way that you know help you harm you get you to the other side whatever and so uh, I think just highlighting those stories is important so Thank you to everyone that has helped make this episode three happen. There's one other pillar of support, though, that yes. I'd like us to talk about. Let's do it. Um, because it's big in our lives. It's something we encourage for everybody. You're going to hear us bring guests on that also are specialists and advocates in this field. The pillar of mental health, specifically therapy, advocating for yourself, mm-hmm. um, and self-care. And so I will always be up front and say, I have a fantastic therapist. Mm. Um, I started seeing her right before the pandemic, which was perfect timing on my end. Yeah. Um, and she, her name's Dorinda. She's a real no nonsense gal, which I love and I need. I, I, so pause because those of us who are Real Housewives fans automatically went to Real Housewives of New York City and Dorinda <laughs> and... I just, I mean, ever, ever since I've heard the name, ever since I have TV met this Dorinda, that's who I envision is your therapist, which makes the story even better. (laughs) Good. I have no idea who that housewife is, but I do want to watch maybe. Oh, okay. Um, So anyway. Yes. So I think I'd love for us to talk about maybe like what we look for in a therapist. Yes. um, How we go about maybe finding a therapist in your area. Mm. And I will kick off and say I used my EAP program through work. They give you a certain number of sessions depending on your business. Shout out to our benefits department that I'm a part of because that's how I learned all of this. But um, Sponsor us. (laughs) <laughs> they can't <laughs> they sponsor me with a paycheck so um okay all right fair hashtag kind of sponsored so uh our eap program they're really really helpful and you just call the number you let them know what's going on and they will connect you with therapists in your area and dorinda was the first name i saw on the list so i went to her and it was a great fit i have been to therapists that are not a good fit before mm-hmm. um Same. and it's okay to call that out and just say this isn't working because you want it to be beneficial um but currently i need someone who is going to call me on my bullshit yeah and not let me fake it through because i've been in therapy most of my life so i can easily answer the questions and make everything seem fine. And I'm with a counselor, thankfully, who can see through that and push me to be a little bit better. But yeah, what about you, Nikki? So I have seen a handful of therapists since 
college um, on and off a few times and then moving and, you know, life events. And so I would say in college, my parents had actually, well, before that I had gone to therapy for a couple of years and it just, it was what it was. I, I felt like I kind of broke even. I didn't really get anything out of it. Yeah. I, you know, growing up had a, one of those complicated childhoods and Ooh, whatever. Yes. Uh, and so I was just kind of like, <laughs> I don't need this. It is what it is. In college, my parents forced me to go to a therapist. There was a lot of drama around, shocker, a boy. And <laughs> it just <laughs> was not a great situation. And so yeah. they made me go to therapy. I kind of faked my way through it mm. just to appease them. Because here's a, a pro tip. Uh, you won't get anything out of therapy if you don't want to be there. So, so true. <laughs> you have to be ready to do the work. Yeah, I did not want to be there. So I didn't get anything out of it. It was short lived. And then, you know, I'd say probably another year or two down the road, I was like, you know, maybe I do want to go talk to someone. And I did. And I, what I appreciated about this woman, she gave me homework. She mm. gave me things to read. She, you know, gave me, um, reflections and that really worked for me. Um, and so I, I was just at a place where, you know, reading things was going to help the message sink in a little bit. So I loved that. And then when I moved, I forget, maybe it was to Florida, I had gone again. And so I, I've relied on therapy a number of times through pretty big transitions, whether it was in or out of college, um, moving to a new place, um, grad school, professional life. And then most recently I'm in therapy right now with, I call her Queen Laura because she is <laughs> fabulous. Yes. And I actually, a friend recommended her to me and I was like, I don't know. I mean, sure. Yeah. You're, I like you, you're cool. And so your therapist is probably cool. And I mean, within the first five minute conversation, they do the little like intake to see yeah. uh, if it'll work out. I was like, this woman is the bee's knees. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be all in with her. And so I had actually reached out to her, uh, shortly after two or three months after Camillo had been born. And so, I mean, we're going on three ish months now of being yeah. with her and it has just been fabulous. And for me at this point, what I'm looking for is for someone to validate my experiences as a mm. new mom to validate, you know, what's happening in my relationship with my husband, because that evolves to a whole nother level when you have a kid, yeah. um, a pandemic. I mean, I have needed so much validation that what I'm going through is not alone. The things I'm feeling are, are not crazy out there. Yeah. Uh, and so that has been what I've really needed and just, talk therapy as she calls it like I need to be able to talk and share some stories and things that are going on and have you kind of tell me like yeah that sounds sounds about right yeah <laughs> so that has been very very helpful and to just dedicate that hour to yourself yeah so important it's another great way um like we spoke about a little bit before to get perspective on things mm. you know so often things feel huge and overwhelming. And sometimes we can narrow it down to just a couple things we can tackle. Um, other times it's the validation that things, yes, are huge and overwhelming right now. It's a pandemic. Yep. And, yep. you know, we need that support. If you're thinking about getting started with therapy, I always, always encourage it. Uh, it's just a great way to advocate for yourself. 
Yeah. Nothing bad ever comes from therapy. Again, if you're not into it, you're not going to get a lot out of it. But if you've questioned it, if you've thought even for a moment, maybe I should, or I've tried some other things and it's just not working for me right now. Maybe I should go for it. I mean, just go for it. And don't be afraid. Like you said, don't be afraid to just recognize if something's not a good fit. I have had a one session with someone before and been like, you know what? This isn't going to work. And either you don't reschedule or you just say like, no, thanks. I'm not interested anymore, whatever. But you just call it what it is. Don't waste your time. Don't waste their time. The point is for you to, to really be able to have that hour to yourself to take care of whatever you got to take care of. And so don't waste your time with someone that's not vibing with you. (laughs) Totally. Yes. I, in my most recent session, um, just a funny little story to give you insight in how my therapy sessions go. I generally 50% of the time walk in going, I feel fine. I have nothing to talk about. Um, Mm. (laughs) it's always those sessions that end up, we end up diving deeper, kind of breaking through a wall. And that happened in this particular session. And I ended going, well, that was great. You know, my signature, we're doing great. Um, I said, I feel like we really broke through a lot. And my therapist said back to me, yeah, I feel like we cracked the surface. And (laughs) I laughed because I was like, Oh, we did not say the same things. And she laughed back at me and said, no, we've cracked the surface, but you did good. And so it's just funny to me to always have someone really see you, validate you, and also push you to keep coming back because I need to. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. I truly love therapy. I think we need to talk about it more. Yes. I think more people need to go like, and there, and it's always the people in your mind that you're like, they need therapy that will never go to therapy. But if you're <laughs> listening to it, to this, and you think I'm never going to go to therapy, you're one of those people and you should go to therapy. And I promise that you will get something out of it. if you yes. try. And check your benefits so that like, if you're currently employed and you are in a benefited role, check with your HR department, check with your benefits. Oftentimes there's an employee assistance program, Uh, That will get you some free sessions and get you quick access. Listen, if that doesn't win you the laughing kookaburra award with your job, (laughs) with that shameless plug, I don't know. I don't know what else will. Seriously, you guys free. It's free. So just try. Do it. Yes. Awesome. I love it. And coming up soon, I think a couple episodes from now, we're going to be talking with uh, one of my friends who absolutely loves therapy and has actually worked with group therapy. And so she's got stories and experiences that. around that, which I have never done. Me either. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. I'm excited for her to share her um, experiences with that, with us, with everyone. It's going to be amazing. So pretty pumped about that. But for now, I think that's it from us. Yeah. Oh, Yay. no, it's not. Oh, oh. <gasps> Quick six. How can I forget? (laughs) This is the second time we have to do quick six with each other, but uh, we'll do three and three each. Three and three. Do you want me to start? Oh, yeah, you start. You first. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Number one, you go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. They're out of your favorite donut. What's your backup? So my favorite donut without sprinkles, because my favorite donut... (laughs) It is strawberry frosted donut with sprinkles. And there's a 50-50 chance they're not going to have it. So then I just settle for not sprinkles. Okay, okay, okay. I amended my quick six, number one. They don't have strawberry. Oh, chocolate frosted with sprinkles. And sprinkles are important. They make everything better. 
Yeah. First thing you crave when you wake up in the morning is water. Ooh, but good. but next after that, because I wake up parched. Next after that is really anything starchy, carby, waffles, bagels, English muffins. Yeah, I crave yeah. more sleep, so that's different. Ooh, n- no, nope. <laughs> I I amend my answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what okay, is sleep these days. Okay, go. Last one. You get you're able to get on a plane today. No COVID, right? We're out of the pandemic. We are going to pretend we survived it. Okay. Yes, we did it. (laughs) We get on a plane today. Where are you headed? I am going to Greece. To see me? That's great. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) I mean, yeah, no. (laughs) There are a lot. There were a lot of possibilities. I'm only slightly offended. It's not to Florida, but whatever. Come on, Camillo. You're coming to Greece. (laughs) Okay, my turn. Do you have slash can you share a morning or a nighttime routine? Oh, gosh. Um, just to put my ass to sleep is pretty much. No. <laughs> um, just get there. Okay. So my number one nighttime routine right now, I'm not consistent with like face washing. Sorry, I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, or a specific bedtime. But I do listen to calm stories to go to sleep and I turn off all the screens. So like we're not watching TV in bed. We're not looking at our phones. We're listening to a calm story and I go right to sleep and have a great sleep. Not sponsored, but could be (laughs) (laughs) so hopeful. I love headspace. So similar. And I fall asleep to what they call sleep casts. And it's, you know, like a, story it's not a meditation it's a very calmly spoken human being that tells you yes a story and one day we will have our husbands on and I'm sure my husband will share stories but he comes into the room and he's like oh my god we gotta listen to this (laughs) and then in the morning he's like I don't want to listen to you know and then imagine yourself at the top of a mountain and it's like that is not what they say (laughs) makes me very angry so James does a similar impression. My favorite narrator to listen to in the Calm app is Alan Scalar. Mm. And James will come in and go, hello, my name is Alan Scalar. <laughs> ah. And it's so funny to me. But um, also shout out to Alan for helping me fall asleep. Yes, Alan. All right. Yes. Okay. I love it. Okay. Manny or Petty? Oh, gosh. Uh, petty because I won't mess it up as quickly. Same. Love it. And I just love the feeling of someone scrubbing my feet. I don't know. I might edit that part out. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It felt weird, but I support it if you want to keep it in. Um, You know, it's the, I feel like I get a longer experience with a pedicure too. Mm. Like I just feel like I'm soaking longer. Also, I always feel like my feet, no matter what I do, are really rough. So I'm like, (laughs) please maybe edit that out. I don't know. It's weird to share, but uh, here we are unfiltered all right last question (laughs) okay if you had one million dollars to donate to one place or person where's that million going (laughs) it's just an easy easy question 
to wrap up. Makery place. Yes. Just yes. right to makery place. No, no, no. Um, gosh, I don't know a specific charity, but I would honestly love to donate to a charity that is uniting immigrant children that were separated from their parents. Mm, I resonate with that. Yeah. Just right now in a season of loneliness and a season of trying to be connected to anything, I would love to see those families be reunited. Mm, I love it. All right. Well, now that is for real. All we have. For real. The end. That's it. That's it. That's a wrap. I need one of those little. Oh, sound effects. Is that, is that only for film? The little, you know what I'm talking about? It's just film. Okay. And Willie said we can't film this. We're not there yet. Yeah, I would uh, agree with him on that. But all right. Same. I love you. I love you. Thank you for talking with me. You know, anytime. And to everyone listening, thanks for hanging out with us for this hour, especially you over there in Canada. Oh, Canada. <laughs> I don't Canada. know how the song goes. That's all I'm I know. Not- That's the only part I know. <laughs> all right. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. And we'll chat with you next time. Bye. We're so glad you joined us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, leave us a review. It really means a lot. Until next time, remember, we're better together.